Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's talk a little bit more about that game and a little bit more about the AFC and NFC Championship games. Brian Edwards joins us now on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Brian is with VegasInsider.com. He's got his own website. He's all over the place. Senior handicapper. Brian, welcome into the show. How are you? Doing great, Wes. How are you, man? Oh, it sucks. Honestly, it sucks. I'm tired of talking about the uh, Razorbacks. One in five SEC start, and last night was terrible. So, not in a good mood around here, Brian. No, I I hear you. I mean, I think Arkansas has been one of the bigger disappointments uh, in the country. But, I mean, you know, Musselman's done a spectacular job since he got there. You know, this is the year that seems to be the aberration, and, you know, when you get a lot of portal guys, sometimes they gel, sometimes they don't, and they have gelled under Musselman, you know, not just at Arkansas, but back in the Nevada days, he had great teams built on a lot of transfers. But um, this unit has struggled still early, but, um, yeah, not uh, not looking great for the Razorbacks right now. Right now they're 1-5 in, in the SEC and 1-5 in five against the spread in the SEC. The one time they covered was the one game – uh, they they uh, beat A&M, and uh, to me, I'm starting to think that was just one good half of basketball for Arkansas when they shot lights out. Besides that half, it's been a struggle in the SEC. Uh, I've got a buddy that's uh, making some good money uh, betting against Arkansas, and uh, so far, you know, he's he's up four after uh, uh, six SEC games. And what do you think yeah, in, in, old... in Kentucky? I think it's going to be tough against them. I had Ole Miss last night, but that was the only game that I've done um, against Arkansas. The South Carolina and A&M game were passes. Yeah, I've been going against my Gators. I actually had my Gators last night, but I didn't. You know, I didn't play the Gators when y'all went to Gainesville. I also played y'all at Georgia, but I didn't just because the lot at school with Auburn. You know, prior to that, it, it scared me. Uh, but I did go against Arkansas, especially last night. Uh, lines aren't out yet for Kentucky, but I saw you came out. You came out with your your prediction for Arkansas Kentucky line. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be seven and a half. Um, I, I made my numbers without looking at what Ken Palm had. Ken Palm got like a prediction for every team, like every game the rest of the season. I mean, I may alter it uh, you know, as time goes by, but um, uh, right now, Ken Palm has Kentucky. To win by seven and in a very high scoring game uh, with a sub 167. The over had been on a monstrous run uh, for Kentucky until uh, two nights ago when the uh, South Carolina game went under. Yeah, uh, under hit last night for Arkansas. Their offense has been so bad. But, I mean, their defense has been bad too. But still, when you only score 51 points, that under is going to hit a lot. Brian Edwards with us, VegasInsider.com. Uh, Brian, if uh, Tremont Mark plays doesn't play how much does that impact the line well um how you know i had that old bit early in the day and what, what at what time did it get revealed that mark was out yesterday i, I only asked that just so i could see the line movement um like 25 minutes before. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Probably uh, the okay. first tweet I saw was because it know. was during the pregame with Chuck Barrett, I think. Yep. Yeah, because I mean, I was completely unaware that he might play. So it looks like, um, yeah, there was some movement uh, from like five and a half or maybe 
six to six and a half. So at least I have to a point. I'm, I know he averages, what, like 14 points and change per so. game. I mean, yeah, I, I, in my mind, he's worth at least a point, if not a, a point and a half. And uh, what are y'all thinking for his status? I, I, I just see on this injury report, he's questionable. He's, he's got migraines, and he hasn't practiced since the previous game against South Carolina on Saturday. So they knew he wasn't going to play, but didn't reveal it until, you know, 30 minutes before. Or, or at least the, the team didn't think he was going to play. I don't know if Musselman was holding out hope. Can't speak for him, but um, we don't know. I mean, that's that's it. You know, I, migraines, you just don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember, and I'm going back to a different sport a long time ago, but I remember Kirby Harvin would have the migraine struggles. Not, I feel like if it happened, it, it would be like 10-day thing, and then it would be fine for a month or two, and then it like would resurface again, so I, I don't, I don't know much about migraines. I, I have migraines. I can tell you they suck. I think uh, Denver Broncos <laughs> running back uh, Terrence Davis had them too, didn't he? Didn't that? I think that's right. Yeah, I, uh, you're right. And I got a, a buddy just texted. In. He said the guy, the line moved up to eight and a half here at one point. Oh wow! The game. Did you get that high? Okay, I was just looking at. The, okay, wow. That, uh, that doesn't shock me though. So yeah, I, I was th- yeah, I was thinking like a point is a little. Shy. I, I think Mark is worth, you know, I, I think I said one and a half seconds maybe worth two or, or even more. We were talking about Ole Miss. Terrence Davis is the former Ole Miss guard. I was talking about Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis from the Broncos. Hall of Fame running back. Yeah. Brian Edwards with us. All right, let's switch gears. I'm tired of uh, talking about the Razorbacks right now. I need a break, Brian. Give me a break. Uh, let's start with the AFC Championship game, the first game Sunday afternoon, Ravens and Chiefs. I saw where that line, and I'll check uh, our our local Oakline app, um, but that line has had a, a little bit of a, a movement nationally. Yeah, so um, as of – or uh, it looks like DraftKings has actually joined – the rest of the book, for the most part, at minus four, uh, Baltimore on uh, now. That's too many for me. Like, I got um, – early in the week, I bought the half point from three and a half to three for a minus 125 price. And, you know, I like Baltimore at three, but at three only. Uh, you know, if it's at four, you know, that's – you're talking about having to pay like a minus 140 price to get it to three. So, at minus four – and look, there are a couple of offshores that are still at three and a half, but – um uh, you know, it, besides the past, let's get Baltimore minus three for me. And so I'll I'll, uh, I'll switch over because I like the total um, over 44. Now, I know we're, we're going to get some rain, um, but uh, the four Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson games and their respective careers against each other in Baltimore KC combined scores of 71, 54, 61, and 51. Wow. And, look, when it fame, you know, Sometimes that can create fumbles that lead to scooping scores or short fields, et cetera. Baltimore's the best, uh, got the best uh, rushing attack in the league. So, I mean, the rain's not going to bother their rushing attacks. Um, I just, and look, Mahomes and Lamar Jackson are so good at scrambling that, you know, maybe slippery conditions are even better, you know, for them. If they can get in the open field and, and you know, you got guys that are, that are slipping all over the place. I think they'll run the ball better. So I'm, I'm not so much worried about the rain. And I know that the wind, uh, uh, once it gets dark, it goes, you know, or at least the forecast on weather.com, it, the wind's going to go from uh, 10 to 15 miles an hour to 5 to 10 miles an hour at night. So I don't think the wind's going to be too too bad. And um, I just kind of trust Lamar Jackson and Mahomes to make plays. 
It's a low number. I'm going to go over 44. Wow. Okay. You got me uh, thinking a little bit. I, I had uh, the Ravens winning this game 24-13. I think uh, the Chiefs offense has gotten a uh, nice little boost from uh, the teams they've been playing the last couple of weeks in the playoffs with their uh, depleted defenses and uh, maybe a little bit of fool's gold. Um, but, man, you look at those high school – but, man, the Chiefs in the past years have had such a good offense, and their offense hasn't been good, Brian. I mean, they averaged 19, point, or, yeah, 19 points a game the last six weeks of the regular season. They, they, had, they have and still have some issues on that offense, and now they're going up against the number one defense in the uh, NFL. I, I just don't see them scoring a ton of points. And the Chiefs defense yeah, I mean, is really good, really, too. They've been a really good team to be under – all year, but um, I just think it's playoff time, and, and really, it, I had the over on Casey Bolo last week, and, and I said, I just trust Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes to make plays, and in this scenario here, I'm just trusting Lamar Jackson and Mahomes to make plays. I mean, you know, 24 to 21 goes over, and mm-hmm. I don't think 24 to 21 is much of an ask. I, I think we'll get more than that. Okay. Brian Edwards with us, uh, VegasInsider.com. You like a, a prop bet on this game. Yeah, so Lamar Jackson is over under on rushing yards is 63 and a half. I mean, it may be 64, 65 and a half at some point. But um, it, anyhow, uh, he, I will readily concede he's only had rushing yards of more than 70, or I'm sorry, more than 63 and a half. He's only had that four times. 17 games, but one of them was last week. It was 100 yards. Quarterbacks from September to November are just trying to stay healthy. Mm. This is like a NCAA tournament. One is done, do or die scenario. Quarterbacks are not just worried about getting the first down, getting the touchdown, getting the dub, because you know, if they lose, they go home. So I think uh, Jackson will be more readily running the ball, and um, again, maybe maybe the rain helps him with his, uh, his scrambling and rushing yards. So over 60 and a half there. Well, and the Chiefs, <coughs> excuse me, the Chiefs like to blitz a lot, and when that happens, yeah. you're, you're you got man to man the secondary, and we saw that with uh, one play in in particular last week with the Texans, and he just took up off the middle, and uh, there was nobody there, and yeah. you, you know you may get him a couple times with the blitz, but then the times you don't, it's it's able to be a, a big chunk play that can help you get over that sixty three and a half. What about uh, likely the tight end? What do you like about him? Yeah, so um, his any his eyes for an anytime touchdown are plus three twenty five, and, and uh, yeah, just a small play. I mean, you get paid three three uh, times and change, you know, more. So just a small play, unlikely to score a touchdown. He scored six touchdowns in the last six games and has had a touchdown uh, in five of the last six. He had two in one of them. So. Um, I'm going to go plus 325 odds. The guy who's been uh, scoring in five of the last – sounds good to me. I know Mark Andrews is going to be back, but they were a lot of the double tight end set. It's not like, you know, likely he's not you know, still going to be a part, you know, in the game getting set and, and part of the plan. Maybe a, throw a little something, a little small fun bet on first time, t- first t- touchdown score for likely. That would pay you. 15 to 1, I saw. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll double check it and see what the latest yeah. is. But yeah, that that would be a, that'd be a nice little payout. Yeah, uh, by the way, I was checking uh, Oakland here uh, has the Chiefs at four, and they have moved Detroit, San Francisco to seven and a half. Oh, even better. <laughs> so even better. I think I know where I like you're it. leaning then. 
of right now this line is set with what they know that Debo is basically 50-50 how much do you think this line will move once we find out and it may be 30 minutes before the game if Debo's playing yeah I mean I I think that you know because most folks are still at seven rather than the you know seven and a half that you reference I I think that you know if he's well thing is, I mean, getting upgraded to play, you still don't know how healthy he is. Um, whereas, you know, if he doesn't play, he's definitely not in uniform, so that seems to be a bigger difference. I think it definitely, you know, moves to at least six and a half uh, without Debo. Um, with him, is that, well, it looks like, you know, books are already, you know, soft moving to seven and a half, and a lot have a little extra juice on the seven. Like, I see Circo's got minus 120 juice. Is bet online, like if you're taking San Fran minus the seven. Um, so yeah, if, if he plays, you know, maybe it, it moves from the minus seven, minus 120 to seven and a half. I, I doubt it get an eight. I, I wouldn't expect that, but you know, it's always a guessing game. It's not just how the odds makers adjust it in their minds, it's how much money comes in to adjust it. All right, uh, you have lines, and I've seen them out there. In fact, uh, Oakland already has the lines out for potential Super Bowl matchups. Anything you yeah. like there? Yeah, so of the four potential matchups, there's only one that I would play. I would play the Ravens plus one and a half to the Niners, and um, the total on that game, 47 and a half, and I'm going off FanDuel. Uh, the other three games, the lines are Baltimore minus four and a half to Detroit, total of 49. San Fran minus three to Kansas City, but with very small juice on the minus three for San Fran, total 47 and a half. And KC is minus three and a half to Detroit, total of 51, 50 and one half. And remember, Detroit won at Arrowhead in, outright in week one. How would you think that matchup would look? That rematch. Yeah. I, mean, I think all I mean, I think all this all four matchups would be awesome games. Remember Detroit got killed at Baltimore. I think it was thirty eight to six. I mean that was a ways back on sales, mid late October. Um I don't oh and Ravens won outright in convincing fashion. What was that was that Christmas night or Christmas Eve? I think it was Christmas night. Uh did the Niners I don't think the Niners played this year, not off the top of my head off. That would be the only game that's not a rematch then. Right. Correct. Wow. Well, I'm on the, the Ravens bandwagon. I uh, I think they're the, your Super Bowl champs no matter who they play. Um, and I'm surprised with the way they handled the 49ers the first time around that they're the underdog. Yeah. And, uh, look, the, the Niners are, are fortunate that they're still playing, man. Green Bay blew that game. Yeah. They absolutely blew that game in a, a number of different ways. Like, a lot of – uh, could have been interceptions. They could have 
stuck with Aaron Jones a little bit more and just having a killer game and he only got eight carries, you know, obviously would have made that field goal. Um, yeah, I, the Niners are fortunate to still have a pulse uh, right now. I would definitely like the Ravens to give them. And uh, San Francisco's got a, a big test from Detroit. I mean, I like Detroit plus seven. I'm not playing the money line, but I won't be surprised off Detroit wins the game. Brian Edwards. VegasInsider.com senior handicapper with us. Brian, thank you as always. It's always uh, great to have you on the show and get your thoughts. Thanks, fellas. Y'all have a great weekend. Appreciate you having me. Thank you, Brian.